I remember well, for example, a lesson taught by my professor of practical theology. He said to his students, when you sit down or when you are contemplating the preparation of a sermon, then the first thing you must do is to have a mental picture of the person to whom your sermon is going to be addressed. Not God, he said, but the individual that you are going to be preaching about. Because sermons are about people. They are about often an individual person. And so, in the last 40 years, I have tried to follow that particular instruction that when I sit down to prepare a sermon or to write a sermon, that I have got somebody's face in mind. My professor was also very clever, very cute. He said to us now, it just is very likely that the person that you are having in mind as you prepare your sermon will not be there to hear you deliver it. But probably about 80% of the others will think it's exactly for them. Don't all stop on your road out to tell me it wasn't for me this morning. It might just be you don't know. Practical theology, putting things in the right order and thinking about other people. This sermon this morning began in a supermarket. Two boys, two teenagers were talking and one said to the other, did you have a good birthday? And the other said, oh yes. I had a good birthday and I got lots and lots of lovely presents. I got what I wanted. And as I overheard that conversation, as I listened to it, the thought crossed my mind. Did that young man receive what he needed? And you and I have just finished singing again and again, I need thee every hour. We talk to God, I need thee every hour. And listening to that conversation and wondering whether that young man had got what he, he needed, I remembered that just a few days before that, I had visited a home where the children had everything that you could possibly imagine a child might wish for or want or indeed need. And I asked them, how are you? Are you having a good time? And they looked at me and they said, we're bored. Common from a child. This sermon is about people. All sermons must be 
about people. It is about people's needs and the satisfying of these needs. And often it's difficult for us to recognize need. It is more difficult to know often how to deal with it. A man tells how he grew up in what would nominally be thought of as a Christian home. He was a clever child at school. He did very well at school and left it to go to university where he said for some time he did very little work. For some time he enjoyed himself but didn't study too hard. And then he said about halfway through that first year at university, he realized that it was in his own interest to settle down. And so he became a good student. He worked hard. He got a first class degree. He left university to go and teach in a senior school. He was there for a long time. During that time, he got himself married. He became a father. And in the community in which he lived, he became more and more involved, more and more thought of by his fellow citizens. He moved from success to success and eventually became a professor in the university where he was a student, a professor of physics. His life seemed to be fixed. But he tells us he began to get a little bored. He says that he drank more than he should have. He had an affair with one of his students. Nothing seemed to make him really happy. Not his job, not his family, not his prestigious occupation, and certainly not his church, which he had begun to attend with his wife because they thought it was important that they should introduce their children to some form of religion. But then he said, one day he had a tutorial with a young student. This young student was totally blind. And as the tutorial progressed, the professor became aware of and surprised by the radiance that was coming for this young man. Clearly he was happy with life and life was giving him a lot of joy. At the end of the tutorial, the professor asked the boy, what was it 
that made him seem so happy, so seemingly content. Oh, said the boy, immediately replying, I'm a Christian. Nothing more. I am a Christian. And he left. And the professor said that he sat there in the quietness and he was thinking about the hour that he had spent with that young man. How hard his life must be because of his blindness. Certainly much, much harder than his life had been. And the professor tells that he doesn't know exactly what happened next. But, but, he said, I felt a tear trickling down my cheek. I believe I said to myself, not uttering the words, but the conversation in my mind, Lord, what a fool I've been to try and live my life without you. I have so much for which to be grateful, and yet I have not enjoyed it as I should. Forgive me, Lord, and help me to be one of your followers. With your help, I can learn. And the professor changed. Out of that experience, there came to him a stability, a happiness he had never had before. Sermons are about people, about you and about me. And sermons have to remind us that we don't come to God and say, I want. Rather, please, may I have. And we know, because we are Christian, that God hears our prayers and he answers them. There is another story with which you are very familiar. A story of a young man who said, I want, I want my share, and I want it now. And the story tells us that his want was satisfied. He was given his share. And with that share in his pocket, he said, I want my way. And he went away into a far country. And what the story tells us thereafter is stark, but simple. We're told that that young man said, I want I want, not my way, simply, I want. He might easily have said, I need, because that's what he was meaning. I want, 
I need. And you remember the end of the story. The end which gives meaning to all that had gone before. While he was still at a distance, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and embraced us. When we turn to God, God will embrace us with his love and his strength. The message of the sermon, I am wanted. Our Heavenly Father wants us all to come to him. And when we come to him, our every need will be satisfied. God so loved the world that he sent his Son that those who believe in him should have life everlasting. Sermons are for you and for me, for people. And we need to know our need and learn and remember how to satisfy them. And the words to take with you this morning, know that God wants you. Don't ever forget it.